Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He's a director and a Clippers fan. It's Payman Benz. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thanks Thank for you. being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yay. You came dressed in your Clippers hat. I wear it pretty much all the time. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that nice. worked out. Yeah. Um, we're a couple of clipper fans as well big fans love the boys great group of guys clip clap wow. <laughs> clip clap yeah, yeah that's what we say we yeah. clip clap at the game it's yeah great. we we literally do <laughs> yeah we uh, will say clip it up clip it out clip, yeah we make up our own chance <laughs> oh, i like this yeah um truly a great group of guys love them they're very easy to root for yeah yeah who do Finally. you think they're gonna get in the off season, uh, in I'm, the free agency, I'm very stressed out right now. Uh, oh no! Uh, just because the rumors are every day, there's someone on Twitter who yeah. said, "I know that Kawhi's signing with the Clippers." The next day, there's a guy that's like, "I know that he's signing with the Lakers." Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. At this point, I don't know. I yeah. to me, the Lakers make no sense for Kawhi. Yeah, it seems like a weird move for a guy. I agree. Like, I I it just seems like. He can lead his own team. Why would he go? I think the Clippers would be great, selfishly. But if I'm him, I I don't know how you leave Toronto after that. I think you sign a two-year deal and stay there because you're never... I've been going to a lot of Clipper games. Stable Center will never be as loud as that Toronto arena. Yeah. I just don't know. But that's not home no to idea. him, you know? I feel like he, he feels true. like... Or maybe I'm just projecting, but I feel like he's like... I'm finished here. I did what I needed to do and I'm ready to come back to the U S like, I don't think he loves it there. He has a clean out. He can be like, I didn't want to come here. I gave you what you wanted. Exactly. I don't like Drake. Bye. (laughs) He looks so annoyed by Drake. It's so clear. They're like the complete op. Like I like his music, but that sideline stuff was uh, pretty annoying. Um, Did you see, have you seen Sergi Baca's cooking show? No, I've heard of it. Yeah. I've just seen screen. Is it good? It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's a, it makes me uncomfortable a little bit. <laughs> like, is he making, does it look like he's good at what he's making? Oh, yeah. It? he. I think he's a good cook. Really? I think he's a good chef. Okay. I. You can't really tell if he's actually cooking stuff because it's mostly I doubt his it. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but even the way that's even weirder. (laughs) Why would he have it? That's so crazy. But but then you'll see him like you know grab some meat and like plate it, and he's very like he just looks like he knows what he's doing. Okay. Um. So I get the feeling that he is actually a pretty good chef, but you don't actually see evidence of it. But when Kawhi was on there, it was almost like the whole episode was just Sergi Baca trying to convince Kawhi to stay in Toronto. Yeah, Toronto is yeah. so thirsty. Yeah. They really the stuff are. they're offering him mm-hmm. like free, he could eat at any restaurant. Also, you're going to make him look like an asshole and go to a restaurant and be like, Oh, I thought you guys weren't going to charge me for this. <laughs> like yeah. he's about to sign like a hundred and something million right. dollar deal. Yeah. There's one where they'll give him a penthouse. Like he can't take any of that yeah. stuff. It's mm-hmm. just weird. Like, Eventually, what was it? The mayor? Someone was like, leave him alone. Yeah. Because I think it just became too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it got it got weird. Um, and he, he like, yeah. I, say, I say this as someone who doesn't know the man at all, but it feels to me like he wouldn't like that. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to be that flashy and like out in the open and being like walking into a place like, 
I'll take one of everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. And it better be free. You told me. Yeah, like he's just gonna be. You know, he's gonna walk walk in and order like a chicken sandwich and, <laughs> yes. and quietly pay for it. Side of egg whites. Yeah, and then, like some like weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably I, tip really well and then walk out and that's yeah, it. Like yeah. he doesn't want that shit. I totally. That's why the Lakers just don't make any sense to me. Even yeah. if they win, they're just such a mess. Uh, and anything, anybody who plays with LeBron, if you miss a shot, that's all anyone talks about. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why he would want it. No, it he's strange. I don't, I don't see it happening at all. No. And if it happens, I'll eat my shoe. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm I'll make it on sure show. she does it. <laughs> yeah. I would, I will say this as a Clipper fan, I would rather Kawhi go to the Warriors than the Lakers. Wow. Because I don't want to live in this city with three stars on the Lakers because Laker Twitter is... In, they're insane. Yeah. They're, they now they've all put their Warriors hats back in storage, and now they're wearing their Laker hats again. They're <laughs> pretending to be like it's so clear what happens yeah. out here. Yeah. Um, there's I just saw on Twitter there's a Kawhi mural in a Lakers uniform in Venice that's being painted. Oh my god! Like, it's insane. It like, is yeah, insane. I, yeah. It's people crazy. need to calm down. The, on on all front, even like you know, I have a couple of friends that work in the organization, and one of them was like, "I'm going on a day trip this weekend because I can't handle like because yeah. everybody's losing their minds." I think the Clippers are going to get somebody. I don't know if it's Kawhi. I don't know if it's maybe it's Jimmy Butler. At some you know, it would be fun, Kemba. Kemba would be great. But I would love that. Kemba would be awesome, yeah. but it's it sounds like, like he's, he's going, going to Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, sounds pretty. It sounds pretty wrapped up. And I, they were they were talking. People were talking about Horford, but like. Horford today followed. Yeah, why he followed Zion and and Drew Holiday mm-hmm. on Instagram, which yeah. is like, oh, so he's going to New Orleans. Like, <laughs> all those, all the rumors, the Instagram follow, like all of that shit is so maddening, in- anxiety inducing, yeah. and yes. it's just like you spend all this energy being like, oh, this person commented on this person's <laughs> photograph of a pool and like yeah <laughs> like he wants a pool yeah. he's going to la and uh, yeah yeah he likes the sun he likes a pool <laughs> and then it's just like a thousand photoshop pictures of them in a, in a lakers jersey it well that's what's crazy it's like the league what i love about it also drives me crazy like the finals ended two weeks ago and i have probably more to say about the league now than i did like it just never stops yeah, yeah. i think that's one of the reasons I'm so into basketball is the narrative is so great. Yeah. It's just, ne- it, there's so many storylines and I love taking people to their first game and like explaining all the relationships and, oh, he doesn't like him and he liked a video of him getting dunked on yes. and all this stuff. <laughs> like, it's so great to me. And then yeah. it, it ends up on the floor. Um, how it's did too you, much. it's too much. How'd you get into basketball or have you always been a fan? No, well, I always, liked the sport i grew up a huge more i was into baseball growing up and uh so i grew up in the bay area but i did not like the warriors and no one i don't remember one kid liking the warriors growing up like people liked run tmc like people liked mitch and chris but nobody it was the era of like the lakers and the bulls like we weren't gonna win so everyone just liked players so we liked we liked guys all over the league so i just grew up liking basketball Mm -hmm. Um, my greatest regret is not being a Warriors fan as a kid because I'd be such a dick right now. <laughs> I, would be like, I would be like, KD didn't ruin the league. But like, it's the complete opposite. Um, so I always liked it and I was into baseball. And then as I got older, I like just, it's weird. It flipped. Baseball is so boring to me now. Oh, totally. Like I like the sport, but I can't watch it. Yeah. Right. Um, and then... When I first moved out here in 06, I would go to Clipper games because they were essentially free. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
And I would go and they were horrible. And then I remember, uh, I forget what year it was. I think it was like 07, 08. Was that the season? It was the year that the Patriots were undefeated. Mm. And a buddy of mine invited me to a Clipper game. And he had just signed with CAA. And they have a suite there. And he hadn't booked anything. So they gave him a Clipper game. <laughs> like they didn't give him like a Laker game. Yeah. So he's like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, dude, I've never been to suite. And I went, first of all, I don't know about other arenas. The view is terrible. It sucks. Yeah. It's the not, suites are not good. It's not, yeah. not if you like basketball, yeah. it's terrible. You're like, like three miles away, like looking through binoculars. What, you're behind the 200 section. <laughs> yeah. Like it's awful. So, so we went to the game and it was Monday night and there was a Monday night game on for the Patriots. We walked into the suite and everybody was watching Monday night football. On oh my TV. God. And no one was watching the basketball game happening the place they drove to and i just love underdogs so i was like that's it i'm a clipper fan and i i was the only one who sat in the seats up front uh in the suite and the clippers were losing and they came back and then they blew it which is something i got used to in the in the years (laughs) after and i was like i'm a clipper fan and then they got good a few years later once they got blake and everybody Mm -hmm. and then I don't know what happened probably in the last like six, seven years. I'm like obsessed with basketball. Yeah. Um, A lot of it is the narrative, but also like it is theater. It's like, it's a team game, but like this is the only sport where like one player can just take over a game for like five minutes. Yeah. So it's almost like you're watching a play and then like someone has like a dope monologue. in the middle. (laughs) It's like the only analogy I can think of. Yeah. You watch, there was that old clip of LeBron on the Cavs where he scored like 16 points in like five minutes against the Bucks. I could watch that any day of the week. And when you're in the arena and watching that, it's like so special. You feel the the energy. So now I'm just, I'm crazy about basketball. That's awesome. I I talk about it too much. So I'm happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah. You're the perfect guest then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We love that narrative too. That's kind of like, like we focus so hard on that. Even like my, uh, I have two friends that they'll come like watch games with me, but they're not, and they've, they've played basketball, but they're not really like following the league. Right. And during the finals, they were like, what's Kawhi's deal? And I told them like his <laughs> life story essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and I was excited and they were excited and we were all just like, I don't know, just like, it's it's so fun thinking of his life story kind of like a movie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's so much drama in there, there you know. It's just and it yeah. doesn't stop like like there was a stat I saw on Instagram last night that the 40% of the league is a free agent this offseason. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. Like it just at this point yeah. like why even buy a jersey? It doesn't even make sense. Like I, know. I, I was saying I was old jerseys though. I was upset about my uh, LeBron jersey no longer making any sense. Well, that that one bummed me out because as soon as he did it, I was like, God, dude, do you know how many people bought those yeah. last year? It hasn't even been <laughs> like, it hasn't even been a year. Not yeah, even a year. Yeah. Like it's oh, insane. Man. It's an, it's like it's not like it was a few years and then you right. did it. Like one year and then you come on ad AD. yeah I'm, by the way ad sucks oh so that dude hot that dude that dude can could not have come off more unlikable with the way this thing i like, agree the trade yeah for a dude that was like so quiet all the years and we never heard anything and then just like through his agent was like i will only play for one team and then the last 
Pelicans game, he wore the That's All Folks shirt and then pretended it wasn't his choice. I'm like, pretended that someone chooses his clothes for him, which yeah, I was like, come like, on. That's worse. That you're is a grown worse. man. You're like, someone else yeah. dresses me. Yeah. Like, you think that's man. better yeah. than saying, I thought it was funny? Yeah. Just say, I thought it was funny. That's you it. Know? We live in a troll culture. People like troll humor. Just say, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the way to You thought it. it was better to say, a man picks out my clothes for me. <laughs> my mommy Horrible. picks out my clothes. Yeah, my mommy. She folds them yeah. onto my bed every morning. I mean, really bad. But I, I like, I, it's weird. I like completely root against that guy now. It's yeah, like, I, I just thought that was the lamest. It was the lamest. And you saw it. Like, whenever the Pelicans played the Lakers last year, you would see those guys talking and there yeah. were all the rumors and they're like, no, we're not tampering. And then they go to dinner that night in Los Angeles, which is like, Get a private chef to come to LeBron's yeah. house. <laughs> Order like, Postmates. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Everybody yeah. is watching you. Yeah. And then you go to dinner yeah. after the game. Like, dude, that I sucks. sometimes I feel like LeBron does that because he's just like, he try, could do try whatever. to stop me. Yeah. Try to fucking stop me. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, the Lakers and LeBron has tampered so much yeah. in his career. Like, we will eventually find out how shady all of this stuff was. I don't yeah. think we're going to find out for a while, but... You know, even with magic, when they're like, magic wants to meet with Kawhi, they're like, oh, he's not allowed to because that's tampering. You're like, well, that's all magic does is tamper. Right. So like, he, literally, that's what he does. That's his job for the yeah. Lakers. Like, he doesn't work for them, but he works for them. Yeah. It's right. the same thing as like someone leaves the administration and is still like doing talking points on TV. Right. Right. I'm not going to go into that. There are parallels, but I'm not going to do that on a podcast because I will get hammered by Lakers Twitter. But, uh, <laughs> You've got a whole PowerPoint. I have a whole, there's a <laughs> yeah. whole, there's a lot of weird parallels. I'm just waiting for like, make the Lakers great again hats to oh, come around. Shit. But uh, <laughs> there was protests. I was waiting for Tiki torches. Oh, the, the those protests, like, were the protests were so, so ridiculous. Though the yeah. sad thing is like, then they got AD and I was like, did the protests work? Kind of, like, maybe. They yeah, kind of, they, yeah. they're actually better now. Those uh, aren't the real, I mean, I know so many Laker fans that were mortified by that whole thing. Yeah. And, I mean, there was like, what, 20 people at right. that thing. And then, Clipper Daryl went and embarrassed me <laughs> personally. What, doesn't guy. he have a weird history anyway, that guy? I, I don't I will say this about Clipper Daryl. I don't know one Clipper fan that like loves him. Right. <laughs> he's just like he likes us, but he's also like done a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. And like Yeah. Um I feel like was it wasn't Hayes telling us something about him? Well, I think it, there was two things. It was like one was that when LeBron came to Lakers, he was for a hot second Laker Daryl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he posted he that picture. Yeah. yeah. And then there was something else about like, maybe he was like trying to use the Clippers to make money. And then the Clippers were like, oh, you can't do that. Like, you can't claim you're associated with us. Yeah, they uh, shut he had him billboards. Down. Something like, I can't yeah, remember what it was. Uh, they shut him down. There was something they shut him down. And then I think enough fans complained and then they like embraced him. But then I think they didn't realize he's not really that pot. Like, we don't, like, we don't, like, hate him. We're just kind of, like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, it's not like yeah. that. Ex like, he yells the same things at every game. And <laughs> they're like, hey, where's the blue and red suit? Like, I just, like, whatever. Like, I see him and I'm like, there's no part of me that's like, oh, I got to go talk to Cl Clipper Daryl. Yeah. I'm like, he's just like a sideshow at the game. Yeah. I would rather talk yeah. to Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever been courtside? I have not. It is my <sighs> dream it, I me have, too. I Us have, too. I've had <laughs> a couple of years ago. I I invited a friend to a game. I got tickets. We were somewhere in the two hundred section. The night before, I had a friend that was like, "Hey, I have tickets for tomorrow. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm going with uh, these two buddies of mine." Actually, mm -hmm. then one of them flaked on us and couldn't go. 
And then we get to the game and the buddy who invited me was on the floor. <laughs> and the other buddy that flaked on us <gasps> was on was the floor across the way on the floor because he got invited last minute. Oh my god. And me and this idiot are like in the and I'm like, what the hell? I was the one that wanted to go. And I'm look and I go to my buddy, I'm like, why didn't you tell me they were floor seats? He's like, I shouldn't have to. I was like, yes, you should. I was like, are you kidding? I was mortified. I was so bad. Oh, I've wow. been um I think I've been like two rows back a couple times. Yeah. Um and then not this last season, but the season before, I was shooting something in Toledo. Mm -hmm. And the day I was supposed to fly home, I realized that the Clippers were in Cleveland. Oh, cool. So I had them move my flight. I bought the closest ticket I could to the game and like drove to Cleveland, got a hotel. Mm -hmm. And I was on the floor two rows back. And I didn't realize I was that close. I just bought like the closest seat. Mm -hmm. It was like... 280 bucks it would have been like three grand here and yeah, yeah. watch the clip oh, I, saw, I saw lebron for and saw the energy in that arena when That's he awesome. would go up and the clippers were up and then they came back and won an overtime and i got to hear like a real arena where people actually cheer <laughs> um but it was crazy like i heard a referee say my bad after like seeing a replay <laughs> and seeing that he made the wrong call That's and i was crazy. like tweeting it i was like he admitted it like, i was like so fired up <laughs> That, what a dream. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. That's but amazing. I've never, I, I uh, yeah, I, I want to be on the floor so bad. Yeah. So bad. If we ever can, we'll, if we get hooked up, we'll bring yeah. you along. If, oh this, my God. if this podcast blows up, you know. Let's do it. And we'll if call I, you. I'll tell you, if I get him, I will bring you. Too. Thank oh, you. Let's do it. So nice. We'll make a pact. Make right? a pact right, right now. Happening. I'm cutting my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Blood oath. Yeah. You are, are you a season ticket holder? Uh, I have a, last year I was part of a group where I had a handful of games, but next year I have a half season ticket plan. Nice. Um, just because my schedule is so unpredictable yeah. with episodic directing that I usually don't know what I'm doing until like three weeks before. Right. So I'm experimenting with half a season and then I'll see after that. But I, you know, I still try to go to as many, I go to like 15 or 20 games a year if I can. So nice. amazing. Um, cool. I we, have to go. We go to a lot too. Um, I get some tickets through my job. So we do that and then we'll go to some other games on Just top like of it. Whatever cheap stuff we can find. Yeah. And it's been so fun. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. I love going. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could go to any, you know, I, I went to my first Laker game after being in LA 13 years. I think not. Was it this last season or the season before? Very different energy. In yeah. It was pre LeBron. I, I didn't get oh, to really? go to a game while he was there, but it was like, I felt like I was at like a Hollywood party and not mm -hmm. a basketball game. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was there for basketball. The vibe also, was very different. It was so dark in there too. I, it, change well, the, it. The so weird much. thing is like I, that lighting I love when I watch on television, mm -hmm. but when I'm at the game, I actually felt disconnected. I yeah. felt yeah. like I wasn't, there's something about it was knowing, like a wrestling rink in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about being at a Clipper game or other, I don't know who else does that lighting. Maybe the next, somebody else does that lighting. Maybe the Nets do, but I feel like the players can see us and we can interact with yeah. them. And at the Laker game, I didn't feel like it, that. It felt like a spectacle. Totally. It was yeah, weird, you're watching right? a play yeah. or yeah. something. It was really strange. I, we were also yeah. next to their live jazz band that I guess is USC's marching band. Oh, no. Or, oh is it? Yeah. I, the, some One university's marching band also occasionally <laughs> performs at Lakers games. 
Oh no! I think they're. I think they're, they're, I think like they're always there. Look, they, they were, were like, so they close like to in us. the crowd. Yeah, like they're like set up in the crowd, like, like in the three hundred to level, do we like yeah, high. like little jazzy riffs. But it was so oh, weird because yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. It was weird because it'd be like it'd be like defense. Like every time uh, Lakers were in defense, they would play a very specific riff, but it wasn't like something that we could chant to. But it was like little jazzy like drums and <laughs> so weird <laughs> yeah it was so, so bizarre um that's strange yeah i mean always fun to see a marching band yeah. but still yeah. um i'll go to any game but i prefer a clipper game I just, yeah i just like the vibe it's just more i just I, you know i took a friend to his first ever basketball game this season mm-hmm. he's not into sports and I explained the blue collar vibe of the Clippers and their fan base. I mean, the Lakers do too, but at the games, you feel there's a vast difference. Like, yeah. Yeah. You feel like it's Hollywood and then, you know, it, it's so different. You like even the Jumbotron, you're like, ever, you just see like America when you're at a Clipper game. Mm-hmm. And I explained this blue collar vibe to my friend. And by the end of the game, he was like all in on the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just like, hell yeah, dude, Patrick Beverly rules. Like, <laughs> He really does. He was like Beverly and Montrez. My buddy was like, uh, that dude I love is everywhere. Them. I was like, Montrez is like our new mascot. He's so I love hardcore. Him so much. He's, I love him. I love him because he like, you could tell after that this last season, you're like, oh, this is a dude that just wants to get better every year. Yeah. And now he wants to have an outside shot. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a monster. And I bet when he's up for a contract, we will not be able to afford him anymore. Probably. Oh, probably. We have him for a very nice price right now. But is he? He's not a free agent then. No, no. I think he has. Maybe two more years because they signed him before oh. last season. But that's good. They got him for a good deal before he blew up. All like, right. They got him and Lou at, uh, I mean, Lou at, at a Lou. steal. It was amazing. Like, Lou did a, yeah, he did us a favor. Uh, uh, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> we have some things to say about Lou, actually, but um, oh, we'll get there. We're, <laughs> we're going to talk about um, what's been going on in the world of basketball a little bit in a segment we call. Previously on basketball. Previously on billions. Basketball. <laughs> billions. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a there's, it's a new drop every time. <laughs> Thanks, producer Gabe. That's great. <laughs> Tears flow as Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett thank their parents post-draft pick. <laughs> a barely capped Kobe White praises UNC teammate Cam Johnson. <laughs> PJ Washington states he learned more from mom, who's a better shooter than dad. A nervous Giannis mentions his father in touching MVP award speech. Issa Rae and Candace Parker present Robin Roberts with the Sager Strong Award. Hassan Minaj performs a set of sharp jokes. NBA is stone-faced. Coach Bud tears up talking about his kids in his Coach of the Year speech. Philanthropic Bradley Beal is extra cute with two young hoopers by his side. Lou Williams wins his third NBA Sixth Man Award. Okay, Payman, did you watch the NBA Awards by any chance? I did. I think I missed a little bit of it, but I did. I did. It was... um, we had never watched it before. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> and well, just for context, we've never followed the NBA really before this season. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we followed teams, yeah, but not right. the league as yeah. a whole. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It was at times cringing. Mm-hmm. I would say at most times. Well, I Pretty- I think anytime a player was 
giving or receiving a, an award. It was great. That and was, yeah. The that, speeches were like the player speeches were awesome. True. But that was such a small percentage of what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> they were really filling time with like all kinds of, I don't know, like Shaq's jokes were terrible. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like I, I love how big the league is getting, but I, this, I think the NBA awards is an example of like, maybe they need to pull back a little. Yeah. Cause I don't think we need it. Yeah. I don't think we need it. I think yeah. the old way worked. We, and yeah. they announced who won and we had like, you know, that, that Kevin Durant, uh, press conference with his mom was like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like it was the Giannis, you know, there was, there was a lot of great stuff, but the, it's just so, it feels so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, why are we, why are we doing this? You guys have enough ratings. I don't, I don't so know. So much filler. It was, there was a lot of uncomfortable stuff. And, those dudes aren't going to like laugh at themselves right. on camera. I'm sure they all have text chains where they're laughing about stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was not, not good television. No, it was no, definitely not. And it, also the timing was weird. It's like, why is this happening now when like, like it's been so long since the regular season that like all this other shit happened in the, in the playoffs and finals. Like, it just feels weird. Like if you're going to do it, do it earlier when people are still thinking about these things. That's, that, that's how I feel. I'm like, I feel like there's no way to time it well. So just do it the old way where you just give them announce the award because you know, after the season, during the playoffs, nobody's going to show up. Like yeah. at least from the contending teams, you're going to just end up like having recorded speeches or right. whatever. Right. And those guys will already know they won. And then afterwards, it, it's like way too. I was like, "Oh, right, they haven't given those awards yet." Like it was, it was like an afterthought. Like, right. I'm already thinking about like the draft and free agency. I don't care who won now. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was a weird. Um, I don't know. Also, don't know why Shaq hosted. Like, yeah. No, that what? was such a huge mistake. Also, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I think I think you missed this, Agata, and you will be so glad that you did. <laughs> but the little like opening sketch with Chris Tucker largely featured Shaq's barefoot okay. a close-up of his barefoot I'm not a oh. fan of feet <laughs> that's why she said that oh. <laughs> and it was like I'm so not, glad I did not, not see only that. is it a massive man's massive foot but basketball players don't have pretty feet no that they, they work hard on their feet it's fine. I don't have pretty feet either, but it's like. Also, I don't know that there's such thing. Pretty. <laughs> I'm but with you. I, I just hate I, them yeah, all. I think. Feet yeah. are, I mean, uh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Very confused by that. That's my thing. foot fetish yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, uh, but it, it was like, why? Who thought of this? Yeah. Did Shaq think of that? Because no one wants to see it. I hate that so much. Yeah. What did they say no to? If that <laughs> yeah, was where they exactly. went, that's, yeah. that's how we're going to get people to keep tuning in. Yeah. Um, I did I love, that. I mean, of course, Giannis's speech was adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Him just like sobbing. And, and he was so nervous so open and, and kept forgetting yeah. what he was saying. He was super nervous. Yeah, he just kept saying, so endearing. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and then talking about his brothers who were also crying. Ugh. Yeah. What a tear fest. That was beautiful. In my living room. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> <laughs> I will say last year's, I thought last year's show was smoother. I remember like thinking last year's was really nice. Yeah. Now that you say this, I remember like get, being like really emotional last year's. Last year's was like, I don't remember what happened. Who hosted? Oh. Not Shaq, right? <laughs> it was, no, it definitely wasn't Shaq. I just remember like Westbrook's speech was really emotional. There was a lot of like really 
great that's stuff. what people want to see people want to see players who are like passionate and like worked hard yeah thanking their families and crying yeah or that's what i want to see anyways and yeah seeing james harden not show up because he knew he wasn't gonna win <laughs> yeah so, and we and then we saw um actually the whole robin robin roberts thing made me cry because not only was it a lot about craig sager and his battle with cancer but it's about her battle with cancer and also i learned so much i had no idea her background and yeah the fact that she played basketball she's amazing yeah that was really sweet and then like the fact that Issa ray and candace parker presented to her i loved it yeah let's talk about the draft a little bit because this is also um so many sweeties being cute <laughs> and, and crying crying yes <laughs> Which is just on brand for us. We yeah. love to see them cry and yeah. just be emotional. I think like, yeah. Just be it's nice just good, to each other. Yeah. Be sweet. Be appreciative. Don't like, I get that part of sports is like, you have to be like, I'm the best and I'm like better than you and aggressive on the court and whatever. But like, I want to see the other side. I would love to see a yeah. um, meme of what you just said. I'm the best and <laughs> I'm better than you. I'm good at shit talking. Can you tell? <laughs> um, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I think that's the real side. That's why when players cry and uh, people go after them, I'm like, what do you want from yeah. these athletes? You want them to give their whole life and like right. go 110% and like kill it and get better at everything. And then if they lose and everyone hammers on them, like, Oh, Oh no, Joel Embiid cried. What a punk. I'm like, what do you want from that? That really yeah. pissed like, me off. Like, was, of was, course he's crying about that. Like what? He's upset. The whole thing has been like taken. I mean, he worked hard. It's not that like it was taken from him. It just worked out the way that it did. But like, he's, he's upset about it and he has every right to be like, this is his whole life. Well, I think this is just goes back to like the toxic masculinity of men can only feel anger. Like that's the only emotion you're allowed. And that is it. And if you are sad, you be angry. If you're (laughs) happy, you be angry. It's like any, like the dudes that were saying that I was like, I guarantee any athlete you love, they maybe the cameras didn't catch them. I guarantee every single one of them has cried when they lost. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me to to hammer on them for that. I'm like, I don't know. They're not they're not robots, right? Like these are, they put a lot of work into this. Yeah, yeah. it's. I was really upset, and but I'm glad that he got ahead of it by making it his like Twitter app. Yes, I, I love that. Was, like, a brilliant move by him. Yeah, let's play the uh, R.J. Barrett clip. Yeah, this, this was, was so cute with sweet. his dad. You have to be proud. Very proud. I'm proud of you, son. Tell me what you want every Nick fan to know about your son. Uh, my son is going to give everything he has on the court. Um, he's a competitor. He plays to win all the time. Every time. So cute. Oh. <laughs> my, dad, mean, inc- my dad is never. <laughs> no, I was about to say, I was like, what does anything. that feel like? Yeah, no. <laughs> My dad has never, will never say anything like that. <laughs> like my dad said he was proud of me when he saw my name on a TV show. And oh, it was like already too late. I was like, I grinded for 12 years <laughs> to hear you say that. You don't even understand half the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still waiting yeah. on my first one. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. When you're courtside. Someday. Courtside. He's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would be impressed. I yeah. think. <laughs> he saw me on TV. But it is like, it's like, God, this is a dream father son relationship. Yeah. Like. So he, RJ Barrett's crying. His dad's tearing up. They're hugging. 
Ah, I just, I love it. And it was real too. There was no like performance. There. Yeah. It actually felt like they didn't want the cameras there. And they yeah. Just, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, our, and our Zion too. Yeah. He's also crying, which like Ugh. he's, you know, obviously he's the superstar of the draft and like to see that person be like so open and vulnerable is like and amazing. matching outfits it. with his mom adorable <laughs> also like everybody knew he was going to be the number one pick and it still hit him right yeah that was the greatest part it was, there was no surprise yeah and, uh, yeah that was really and i think I'm that's really happy for cool him. he seems confident but not cocky like, or like confident but not like self-involved i guess yeah uh, like he he has a sense of reality, I guess is what I'm saying. He There's a thing he has going into the league that reminds me of when LeBron went in where everybody was hyping him up, but it doesn't look like he's ahead of himself yet. Yeah. And he could be easily. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, he, he seems like he's got, he's, I don't know, he's, he's, he's definitely level-headed, which is yeah. nice. Um, let's play this Kobe White clip um, where this is after he was drafted and he is having a little pe- press conference. He's wearing a hat on That's top of his giant hair. His hair. <laughs> I, I love this guy already. Johnson just went uh, 11th. How do you react to that news? He went what? 11th. Cam in Johnson the draft. 11th. Yep. It's right on the screen right there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, bro. That's crazy. That's so love, bro. Because y'all, if y'all know Cam, you don't know how hard Cam work. And, you know, it's a lot of people that doubt him, but, wow, I'm just, bro, it's such a, that's crazy, bro. Wow, that's so crazy. I'm so happy for him right now. Y'all don't understand how happy I am for Cam, because he, like, he proved it night in, night out that he deserves to be, you know, in the conversation for a lottery pick, man. He shot the ball like anyone I've never seen before in my life or played with, so I'm so Wow, bro. That's, I'm getting chills up here. Cute. He's so excited. He's just like beaming. Yeah. It's so cute. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any of these college boys playing other than Zion. So I'm the same. Yeah. So I'm never dialed into college. But I already yeah. like have guys that I'm like, I love you and I'm going to keep my eye on you. Like yeah. Kobe White. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. So. We're going to do something a little special this episode. <laughs> so sensual. I know. I like, What's about to happen? I have my robe on for a reason. <laughs> um, no, we're, we're going to um, give out our end of the NBA season and playoff donkeys. <laughs> so normally we give out donkey show rules <laughs> thank so you so great. much <laughs> normally we give out donkeys at the end of every uh episode game. every game that we watch and these are arbitrary awards that we make up categories so um we did we have a couple different things here the first thing that we'll start with are the categories that we put up to the listeners to decide. On Twitter, we posted a couple polls. Um, and so we'll talk about how the listeners voted and then we'll... And whether we agree with it or not. Yeah, and then we'll <laughs> slam their decisions. Yeah. Uh, but the first award that we always give out is most points. So who got the most points 
uh, most points goes to the Golden State Warriors, who got a combined total of 12,071 points. Whoa! Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. That's a lot of points. That's that's a lot of points. (laughs) Uh, Number two is the Toronto Raptors, who got 11,942 points. But Toronto got most points in the playoffs. Oh. So playoffs alone, not the season, they would have got they would have won this, but wow. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and in third place, the Bucks got eleven thousand three hundred and seventy-eight points. And uh Milwaukee actually got the most points in the regular season. So um good job, everyone. Yeah, a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is one that we let the listeners decide on. Uh, Best dunks. I don't know what that actually means. I guess it's just like who dunks the most, who dunks the best, whatever. The the flashiest dunks, I think. That's that's pretty clear. So the the players we put up were Montrez, uh, Giannis, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. And Giannis won it with 75% of the votes. Yeah. Wow. And... um, this was a controversial subject because people were writing in their own answers. We got Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, and Terrence Ross as three write-ins. Um, Anthony Davis, I think, was just not a good choice for us to put on there. <laughs> yeah. He got 1% of the vote. Really? Oh, <laughs> yes. Wow. I think that kind of shows how people feel about him right now in the yeah. league. I bet I if it was a year earlier, two years earlier, it would have been, people wouldn't have been as angry. I think he's just not popular right yeah. now. Yeah. But I also think people aren't watching him. Like people aren't watching Pelicans games. So maybe they just don't know. I think he, I've, I've seen some good dunks from him, but maybe it's just like, he's not as mainstream as Giannis or LeBron. Trez has amazing dunks. Big mm-hmm. fan of his dunks. I voted for him. He only got 15% of the vote, but I think it's, it's gotta be the same thing where, People are not watching Clippers games no. across the nation. <laughs> so. I think that playoff series, it was a lot of people that were like, oh, I didn't know this team was good. Who yeah. are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. They're really fun to watch. How do you pronounce it? Clippers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you agree with the Giannis choice here? I think so. Okay. I, you know, I Yeah, especially he had a lot of really good ones, and his are very... There's like an exclamation point on every dunk he had. LeBron is at a point where I think... Sometimes when he dunks, you're like, I'm worried about his landing. Yeah. <laughs> he's at that point now, because you would see dunks from like even the year before, and he would dunk and do this little hop afterwards yeah. where you're like, what is that like to yeah. be able to do that? And then this is the year where he would dunk and his landing <laughs> wasn't yeah. exactly smooth, and yeah. you're like, oh, God, is this yeah, it? Be careful. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're Precious I think cargo. the beginning of the end of the peak has started. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Giannis is a good choice. Yeah, and he does it. Sometimes he'll dunk and then do a roar in someone's face, which is always fun. Yeah, his, <laughs> oh, his mean mug rules. Yeah. And then he is a real nice boy yeah. off the court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for best shoes, our nominees are Russell Westbrook, Kyle Kuzma, Trez, and PJ Tucker. And the winner was Russell Westbrook with 38%. Wow. PJ Tucker was very close behind with 36%. That's true. And he was winning for a while. Yeah, because he's like a huge sneakerhead. Yeah. So this is this is shoes like on the court mm-hmm. playing. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Though Trez, I think Trez wore a different pair every night. Wasn't that his thing yeah. this year? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I saw this amazing um, slam video of with where trez just shows his like shoe room in his house i saw that oh i gotta watch that it's amazing (laughs) and he 
has so many custom um, shoes where he like he's like, I really like cartoons, so I put the Rugrats on this. Yeah. One. <laughs> I was like, what? That's so cool. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Very cute. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. I would go with... Uh, I think I voted for PJ in the poll. Me too. I, I just... I, I love him. I would pick him too. I yeah. feel like he got fashions. Uh, he's, he's on it. Yeah. yeah, he was... I was watching his Instagram. He was in Paris for Fashion Week all last oh, yeah. week. So, really? was, so was Kelly oh. Oubre. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fashion boys. And he, he, his Instagram stories were like all runways and yeah. stuff. He's like, you know I'm going to be wearing this next season. And I'm like, are you? That's cute. Wild. Thank God. Uh, yeah. I mean, I... Russell Westbrook, I mean, I, I respect his style a lot but he definitely wore some shoes this season where i was like i'm not into this no There's yeah he's ones. a little too wild yeah Those why not choose with like his images on him i'm, I'm not into like, <laughs> yeah. i love his style those are the first shoes where i was like come on dude. yeah Those yeah are weird all right so the next one was best interview and we chose very specific interviews the nominees are joel and bead i don't give a damn about the process magic johnson i'm not gonna be here <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yeah, you grow up. And Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. They didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> this one was a hard one. Oh, so the listener choice was Magic Johnson with 56%. Yeah, that makes sense to me. For me, it was kind of in between Kevin Durant and Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams because... Mm-hmm they maybe made me laugh the most. I mean, those, yeah. The, all four of these are, well, the Joel, Joel Embiid one just makes me sad, but the other three yeah. are, like, <laughs> iconic. Like, yeah. I loved uh, in the Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams ones when when uh, Lou just said, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Were there any other interviews that you can think of that was, like, Oh, this was amazing. There's I mean, there's another Patrick Beverly one where he was asked about, I think they were asking him about like celebrities in the crowd. And he said, I do this for the people. We do this for the people in the 300 section. Oh, And then that's what I was like, yeah, that's the coolest thing. Ever. I like him because he's a rascal. That's yeah, my favorite thing about him. Amazing. I got him, uh, met him once. A couple really? times. Yeah whoa he's a very nice boy is he yeah. oh that's great yeah it's funny because i he's that guy that you hate if he's not on your team and then i hated him when he injured westbrook in the playoffs years ago and then now i'm like no beverly rules yeah. <laughs> like, and <laughs> then really if he does. leaves i'll be like you jerk yeah there was a he cute heart he has the heart that you love I, to I respect see. him. yeah i respect him there was a cute video going around twitter of a little girl who was like playing like peewee basketball and I she was defending this. like crazy that she was a hundred percent. She's watched clips of him. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and it, I think the original post said something like, "This girl's like a young pet bev or whatever." And then uh, was it Lou Williams? Someone from the Clippers was like, "Hey, Pat, did she go to your camp?" Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he responded to it too. It was yeah. so cute. Because she was doing his like pulling yeah. up the shorts and like getting in the face. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she watched clips of him." Yeah. Like that's not that doesn't come out of nowhere. It was very cute. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the Magic Johnson interview was just like huge, baffling, iconic. Every single person that watches basketball saw it. Um, yeah, I mean. It, it makes sense to me that it dominated this. Yeah. Definitely. No, I get yeah. it. Also just like, what the fuck? Still to this day, what the fuck? It makes it so confusing. <laughs> yeah. what? Like, what? why did you do it that way? I don't understand. So Baffling. weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right, you want to do tattoos? Yeah, so best tattoos. I've got opinions about this one, but mm. uh, the nominees were Stephen Adams, Kyrie Irving, Mike Scott, and Kelly Oubre. Ooh, okay. And with 39%, Stephen Adams won. Mike Scott had 31%. And Kyrie Irving had 9%, and Kelly Oubre had 21 Personally, I think it should have been flipped. I think it should have been... Kyrie, Kelly Oubre, Mike Scott, and Stephen Adams. You think Kyrie should have won? I love his... I don't like his friend's tattoo, but all of his other (laughs) tattoos are amazing. They're like very designed. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't vote for someone with a friend's tattoo. You got a Seinfeld tattoo, then I'm on board. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, give me like something, yeah, something meaty. But all of his other ones are like these really beautiful designs that are like just more my style mm. and then i love kelly Oubre's yeah. like his are, rock and roll tattoos well he also his are like oh, related yeah. to him like leaving new orleans because of hurricane katrina and that's yeah, like yeah amazing beautiful. story yeah and then mike scott's got all the emoji tattoos you know those will oh, age does. well oh my god i forgot <laughs> about this it's so funny because a lot of these guys are so covered up yeah. that i don't even pay attention to like who has what well um, also, we spend a lot of time on the show talking about their weird tattoos really? we're like <laughs> enhance enhance yeah. because you can't really see them as they're like oh during broadcast yeah. well mike scott's got the neck tat so you yeah can see that's them. true but yeah all the emojis are all over his chest uh, but the Stephen Adam ones, I get it. It's like so on brand for him. It's like very culturally yeah. significant for him. But it's just not something that I would ever want a tattoo of. Or I think it looks nice. He's just so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, the, when you see pictures of him as a rookie and now it's the weird. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how different he looks. Yeah. He just was like, he like a, bulked up. He bulked up and like everything, like now he looks like an action figure. And before you were like, oh yeah, it's just some He guy. had like short like, hair or two. Yeah, he looked yeah. totally different. Go- Gabe is Googling it right now. What? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Him? If you if you type his name and like before and after, like there's a really great. Oh my God, that looks nothing like him. Oh, there's one right there. The one right above. There's a, well, I mean, it's a how is that the same guy? crazy he looks like he's been through some shit he does (laughs) he looks like a teen high school like lacrosse player (laughs) he looks like a young republican is what he looks like (laughs) he looks it's so much better with the long hair yeah yeah Yeah. he's more like jason momoa yeah cool he looks like like an ultimate man like he looks like a real man all right, let's get into best hair. We've got, for the nominees, we've got D'Angelo Russell, Lonnie Walker, De'Aaron Fox, and Jarrett Allen. Uh, De'Aaron Fox wins with 32% of the vote. Which I completely agreed with. I yeah. love his hair. Um, I think he's also, like, he's very he's very stylish, actually. During the NBA Awards, he had these, like, cool frames, the oh, cool really? glasses that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um but also just like, I love that his hair is very natural yeah. and it's just huge and cool looking. Yeah. But all four of these guys. All four of cool these guys. Cool hair. Yeah. yeah. Anyone we missed with big, cool hair? <laughs> Who has big, cool? I can't think of anybody. Yeah. I'm also bald, so I know nothing. <laughs> do you just like wipe hair from your memory? I re- literally do. I'll be, I'll be directing and someone's like, Oh, she has like a hair in front of her face. We have to start over. And I was like, oh, right. 
because I'm just like not. Oh, sorry. I'm like I'm not paying attention to that stuff yeah. ever. I'm like, yeah. oh right, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about hair. Um. Okay. So best beard slash facial hair. We there's a real type in this list. It's James Harden, mm-hmm. Joe Harris, Tyson Chandler, and Kyrie Irving. James Harden won uh, with a landslide sixty five percent. Uh, I kind of thought that would happen. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. He is the he, beard. He's the beard. Yeah. Uh, I think Joe Harris is super handsome. So cute. And his beard's very well kept. Agree. Tyson but, Chandler too. Yeah. I mean, they're all great. Yeah. I mean, I think I voted for Joe Harris maybe, but I knew it was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. But Har- I mean, Harden's beard is like iconic and you know, he can he just be so weird without it that it's like it needs looks, to be there yeah. yeah he can just be an outline on chris paul's fried <laughs> kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's <laughs> yeah by exactly. the way i will say james harden's like very funny in that commercial yeah, yeah. like i was surprised I was like those are very funny reads from an he's athlete. a better like, actor yeah. than chris paul Chris Paul is a terrible yeah. actor. He's awful. I mean, so many of the players are bad actors. It's really, it's like, yeah. Blake's good. Yeah, Blake uh, is good. Harden was good in that commercial. Usually they all do the default, like, I don't want to emote because I'm too cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They need to do some, like, all right, now you're a panther. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like improv exercises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For best mascot, we've got. Um, now this was the real controversial oh, category. Yeah. People, really? people yes. were mad at us. People were pissed. And, and just to like, just to like clarify, we picked the four people that we've talked about on the show. And people. That are- <laughs> mascots are people too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the four mascots that we've talked about a lot in the show and that are relevant to us specifically. Obviously, it's not going to cover everybody. Um, so we picked Rumble the Bison, who has interacted with us on Twitter. <laughs> Wait, what team is Rumble the Bison? The Thunder. Yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. We okay. talked right. about him when we watched um, Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he seen Thunderstruck? Yes, yeah. yes, we watched it. it I was... actually recommend watching it. Really? Not because it's good, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting. It's like just thinking about who, why it was made and who made it. And oh, the story is so wild. <laughs> It's weird. And it features Rumble the Bison heavily. Yeah. You could just listen to our episode. It would yeah, cover you know. all the good parts. <laughs> I mean, I like weird movies. So that sounds yeah. great. It's a weird movie. Um, we talked about Clutch the Bear, um, who we've just talked about him a lot. He's got a belly that doesn't really move when he moves. It's great. Yeah. He <laughs> is on roller skates. Um, he's great. And Chuck the Condor, who, of course, we all are big fans. Love he's, Chuck. He's got to be my favorite mascot. He's so committed to the backflips and just really pumping people and da- up. He's so good at dancing. He's so good at dancing. Yeah. He's got the moves. Like he is the best in my opinion. Um, and then blaze the trail cat who we met at the trailblazers game right. and took a photo with us, which was very nice. Um, <laughs> uh, people were pissed because they wanted Betty the bull that we did not nominate. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like, he's in the mascot hall of fame. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, sorry. You should be like, also there's a mascot. All the things you know about it. Yeah. Come on. Uh, someone also said that Blaze the Trail Cat is a uh, wholesale ripoff of Rock- Rocky the Mountain Lion. Which might be true, yeah. uh, but they can both exist. It's fine. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, so we'll count three votes for Benny the Bull, but the winner is still Blaze the Trail Cat. Um, so congratulations. Yeah, let's see these comparisons. That's Blaze. 
Oh, I see. But also, there's only so many ways you could make a cat. cat. Yeah. Like, agreed. Uh, I don't. They're so different. I don't know. think they yeah. look alike at all. Look at they're that zigzag different. tail. Yeah. No, these are different. That's that's like like they're two cats, but they both are cartoony. But no, that come on. Look at that smile. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think they're different enough. Yeah, I will. I a couple years ago, I went to a game and I was. Uh, Leading up to the game, I was interacting with Chuck the Condor. Ooh. So it was a couple years ago. I I tweeted at the Clippers, hey, it's my 40th birthday. I've never sat on the floor. I would love floor seats. Just tried it. Yeah. <laughs> they hit me up. Oh, nice. Somebody gave it to somebody on the team or somebody, I don't know what department. And they were going to give me floor seats. And then... I have the same birthday as Paul Shear. Mm-hmm. So Paul's like, we should go because Paul's a huge Clipper fan. Yeah. Right. So he shot the, the hot dog cannon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then we were about, and then we were going to go. And then like a little while before the game, uh, Paul was like, and we have the same birthday. So mm-hmm. Paul's like, oh, I'd love to go. And he's like, Hey, I'd love to bring my wife. And I was like, totally. So I hit up the team. I was like, Hey, is there any way to get a third ticket? And they're like, we can, but we can't put you on the floor. And I was like, well, I'm not going to have him ditch his wife on his birthday. No. I'll, well, this will happen another time in my life. I'm sure it'll be fine. So we still got like second or third row, mm-hmm. but at all, all day we were interacting with Chuck the Condor, just like doing like a weird bit on Twitter. <laughs> so at one point of the game, Chuck comes over to our section. It's just like greeting kids and stuff. So we wave at Chuck and Chuck points at me and does like a typing gesture. And we realize. <laughs> The person in the costume runs the social media. Oh my God. And Paul and I were like losing our minds laughing. We're like, what a weird job. Yeah. I assume like a teenager did that half of it, but I'm like, literally, whoever's in that thing is like interacting on Twitter. It was the weirdest thing ever. That is so strange. I like how this is Twitter. Like, yeah. Immediately, like he did it, and we looked at each other like, what? God, that's crazy. What a weird job. God, that's amazing. Yeah, that no. is the weirdest job. I can't think of another job. Like, you have to be just this, like, spokes thing. Yeah. And you're doing flips, yeah. backflips. Oh, and kids are running up and grabbing. Uh, and you're like... Oh, and yeah. Agata and I are too. Yeah. We, I've done it. We have on yeah. multiple occasions run to uh, a mascot and uh, like, push kids out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need this. Most recently with the Sparks cat. What is that one named? Um, Sparky. Sparky. It's a dog. Sparky the dog. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, yes, that happened. Um, all right. Let's get into baby of the year. Um Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Shade Gilgis Alexander, and DeAndre Ayton. Four tiny little cuties. Oh. <laughs> love them all. I love them. <laughs> I love them all. Uh, but, you know, um, no one's going to be surprised by this. Luka wins with 83%, or sorry, 63% of the vote. Wow. Um, I'm a big fan. I love the Mavs too. Um, and I just think he's a precious little angel. I love him. Yeah. And he won rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, everyone agrees. But baby yeah. of the year is a more important category. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, That's true. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and we have best buzzer beater. Uh, this was a close one for me. I couldn't For decide. everyone. For everyone. Yeah. Uh, so the nominees were Damian Lillard at versus OKC in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Kawhi versus Philly. Jeremy Lamb versus Toronto. And Dwayne Wade at Golden State. Um, 
Oh, man. Yeah. Dame got 46%, but Kawhi won it with 50%. Yeah. It was very close. It was back and forth between those two. And I get it. The Kawhi one was huge. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. It also happened more recently. I think it was like, because I, when the, I mean, it's hard. Those are both so insane. Kawhi's was also like this weird Plinko bounce. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. To like win in game seven. It's hard. But the Lillard one, I just think is like, I'm never going to forget that shot. Me too. Yeah. I mean, the Kawhi one too. The Kawhi one, I remember I was watching with a bunch of people. We were in Atlanta and we were watching it and we all jumped up and screamed and my dog got so freaked out because yeah. she was just sleeping all of a sudden. Oh, no. I just, everyone jumped up oh. and went, oh! And I immediately was like, oh! And then I was like, oh wait, he's probably not going to come to the Clippers now. <laughs> I was like, immediately it turned and then I was just mad at Philadelphia. I think it's still going to happen. Don't worry yeah. about it. I hope so. Um, oh my God, I hope you're right. <laughs> I also want to say the Dwayne Wade one was very cool. That was a long time ago so it's not a surprise that it didn't get very much of the vote but it was a great moment, and especially for his last season. Yeah. I mean, it was just cute that as was fuck. Awesome. I love D Wade. Yeah, and that like iconic like photo of him like celebrating. Yeah, uh, yeah. went viral. Uh, I just love him. All right, so now we're gonna get into the categories that we saved just for us, <laughs> and the, this isn't gonna be like a winners loser sort of thing. We're just gonna say who we think should get the donkey in this category. It's gonna be okay. like our picks okay. essentially. Um, so the first one is best bench boy, which is essentially a third man, six or man. six man, <laughs> third man. <laughs> I strictly do two on two. Uh, but yeah, so anyone who's, who's a valuable bench player, um, and this is hard, but I think in my heart, it has to go to a clippy. But the problem is, is I kind of feel like Trez and Lou are just so I, I don't want to not give it to Trez, you know, it's a really hard one. <laughs> pick yeah. pick what's in your heart. I can't. I love them both. <laughs> you I'm going to say Trez. I'm going to okay. say Trez. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say Trez because Lou won the six man award, mm-hmm. but I want him to get bench boys. Yeah. <laughs> Best bench boy. Best bench boy. Just because like. I don't know his energy. It's just dare. I just feel like the energy he had on the bench when he came on I, in that arena. It was so fun. Every time Trez yeah. got up, the place would get so excited. Yeah. Like, yeah, you knew that. Okay, there's going to be one person on the floor who's going to give more than everybody else, and he's the coolest. Yeah. He's also just like slamming his body around, yeah. like hitting the stanchion, hanging off the <laughs> like the hit hoop hoop. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to combine the word hoop and rim, and I was like, him. Here, here. <laughs> uh, you guys, I'm going to agree with you. I'm giving it to Trez, what? too. Yes! I have a unanimous oh decision. This is um, incredible. This is I, wild. I love Lou Williams. He's amazing. But, you know, he's he got his award, and his speech was so cute, where he was like, I want to dedicate this to my teammate, Trez. Yeah. Adorable. I loved it. Um, I'm giving it to Trez. I love the guy. He's great. He's great at dunking. He's just fun to watch. Um, great shoes. Uh, and uh, he liked an Instagram story I posted of him one time. So we're <laughs> friends, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I posted, get him on the show. Yeah, I had oh my a, God, a dream. Um, I had really great seats to one of the Clippers games, like right behind the basket. And uh, he was warming up. He did a he did a great dunk that I happened to catch and posted on my Instagram story. And that's he, the coolest. 
I liked it. I've bragged about it on the show before. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, yeah, we're basically friends. Um, let's get into the next category. Best coach. Um, what do you guys think? Should we go around the other way? Yes. Don't start with me because I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I'm going to give best coach to Doc Rivers. My, I'm obviously biased. I have to say, Doc, I can't believe he didn't win coach of the year because I think considering what he had and what everyone thought this was going to, this season was going to be, I, you know, I was a Doc skeptic a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I was not a fan. And then I realized, oh, he needs to just be a coach. Mm-hmm. And he's actually really good with young players. I think he, if he had, he stayed in that rebuild in Boston, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good with them. I think, in my eyes, Chris Paul was the problem, but uh, with the Clippers. <laughs> but I would give it to Doc. I think what he, I think it was insane what he pulled yeah. out of that team this year. He surpassed all expectations. Yeah, like He's even so, from fans, like he was great. Plus, when you listen to those clips of him in the locker room, the way he talks to the guys, I'm just like, this is so sweet. I want him to yeah. be my dad. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think Move Austin up. does too. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Austin. Is he on a team? Yeah, he's on the Rockets. Oh, but I well, I I don't know how free agent. He might be a free agent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, poor guy. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling he's gonna end up on the Knicks one day. I just feel like that's the end of Austin Rivers will end his career as a Nick. I just feel like that's what's gonna happen. That's my guess. I feel like it would fit. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) I would say Doc Rivers, um, but just to not be too on the clipper train i'm gonna go ahead and say nick nurse only because this was his first year in the nba even though he's been a coach for like 30 years or something abroad um but he had that nn hat the black (laughs) nike and you liked that (laughs) and i I just thought it was funny seeing like street nurse versus court nurse yeah (laughs) um but also you know what he he pulled it together did a great job um with the with toronto and they won it and good good job nick nurse you're yeah you make weird faces (laughs) during games yeah he's also a lot of squatting a lot of squatting (laughs) he must have huge thighs (laughs) yeah his quads must be yeah (laughs) yeah no he's a great coach yeah that's not an easy gig to take in year one. And yeah, it's pretty amazing what he did. He pulled it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next category is best fight. Yes. This is an exciting one. Yeah. So I have one that I want to pick. It's the very early in the season, the Chris Paul spit gate mm-hmm. against the Lakers. Okay. It was controversial. I Rondo, watched, right? Yeah. He apparently Ron. Wait, Rondo spit in mm-hmm. Chris Paul's face, right? Yeah. And Rondo was like, I was just talking. <laughs> and I rewatched it like a hundred times from a hundred different angles. I felt like I was watching like the Zapruder footage or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just such a good fight with two fiery, I mean, Rondo and Chris Paul. <laughs> and then when LeBron pulled Chris Paul away, I mean, it was just, it was a great fight. That was mine too, because I was you know, normally when there are fights, no one lands a punch. But to see Chris Paul actually get punched in the face was <laughs> yes. 
crazy. I was like, somebody guess he landed a punch. Yeah. Like, and at first I was like, he didn't spit. And then they showed that one super close up, and you're like, oh, he spit. <laughs> he spit. He and he spit. was like pretending to look away, and it was like such a sneaky spit. Like, and a talented Rondo, spit. Yeah. A I don't think I have that kind of aim. No, yeah, definitely he's not. practiced that before. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Uh, cool. I I'm gonna go with the um, Sergi Baca choking fight yes with yeah. mark marquise marquise chris yeah, yeah. Oh, that was just so uh intense <laughs> he, he was like not his he just like went into like berserker mode yeah he wasn't he himself anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was like no <laughs> just holding him by the throat very intense um so scary yeah i was like oh, i don't want to piss that guy off um and he has a cooking show yeah, yeah. Guy, who is this guy and he's so like confusing. the goofiest goofball yeah. yeah i love him he's great big fan um he also right. i'm just gonna throw this out there as a treat for our listeners if you ever look up the ESPN body issue past photos, just look for Sergi Baca's. He's naked. It's very great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm sure our listeners will be thanking you. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a really cute Isaiah Thomas one where it's just his little round bum. Oh, cutie. Best brothers. Oh, I... Uh, you start. Okay. Or actually, Payment, you start. Yeah, you start. I would say uh, the Morris brothers because mm. I went to a... Um, Clippers Suns game late in the season and Marcus was in town because the Celtics were in town mm. and he came to the game and <gasps> sat oh, on cute. the floor to watch his brother and I was like dude these guys rule like he could take the night off he's in LA and he came to watch his brother play like that they're was- so close yeah didn't they have that deal where they wanted to be on the same it was like you can't yeah, like well, we we get one salary essentially. Well, there was something where one of them got traded and the other one like flipped out. Yeah. Or it was like a it was like a thing. Aww. Um I I yeah, those guys. That, yeah. I love that 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 relationship. Um I'm going to give it to the Currys because it was fun to watch them compete against each other. Um it was fun to watch their parents like not know what to wear <laughs> as they cheered from the stands yeah. and wore yeah. their like weird little mismatched jerseys. Um it was yeah it was sweet i think i have to give it to the curries too it was just it was such a whole thing in the i think it was the first brothers competing against each other in the in a conference finals Mm -hmm. yeah it was cool um i was gonna say gasol's but because pow's not in the league anymore i was like "Eh, i can't give it to them but they both (laughs) i've been watching a lot of sergi baka's cooking show they both go on there together and it's cute Oh, the Gasols do? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gotta check it out. Um, what's next? Best Grandpa. Best Grandpa. So before we started recording, you said this was a tough one, and then we explained to you what a grandpa was. I thought you meant literal grandpa, <laughs> no. and I was like, I don't think anybody in this league is a grandfather. <laughs> no, we look at time in NBA uh, perspective, which is like, if you're 25, you're like getting up there. Yeah, you're middle-aged. Yeah. If you're 35, you are a grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but there was some very important grandpas this season. Dwayne Wade, Dirk, Vince Carter... I mean, even LeBron was really, he hit grandpa status this yeah, season. That groin injury was, yeah. when he said, I, I, I felt it pop, you were like, oh, he's a grandpa. Now. Yeah. Owie. And Ouch. when he was like sort of waddling to the arena with his glass of wine. Oh yeah, that was cute. <laughs> I was like, that's grandpa mode. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
I don't think he's full grandpa yet. He's on his way. He's on his way. Yeah. So I'm not going to give it to him. I got to give it to my man, Dirk Nowitzki. I just love him so much. Um, he's He's been, he was the reason I ever watched basketball to begin with. Um, I think he is an amazing person and he brought so much to Dallas um, and is just so sweet. And his, his goodbye speech was oh, like, yeah. I teared up. I was, yeah. A waterfall. <laughs> uh, do you have anyone? My, I mean, my favorite grandpa in the league is Jamal Crawford, but I don't just because he's my favorite player. I love the way he plays, but I, for this year, man, you can't have a tie, right? It has to be, I would say it, I, you can do yeah, whatever you want. Honestly, <laughs> I, I love, I love D Wade, but I think for me at the Dirk too, there's something about also my best friend, who's my cinematographer looks like Dirk. So when Dirk does well, I feel like I'm watching my friend do well. (laughs) And uh, no, but I love him. And I was at that um, Mavericks game when Doc like stopped the game. We were there too. You were there? It was so crazy because I remember towards the end being like, Oh, you weren't there. I wasn't there. there, You you and Gabe went, right? I just remember we were, my friend and I were there and I was like, why is Carlisle not calling a timeout? Like, so we can applaud him because we didn't get to do that for Wade when they were in town for the last game. And then all of a sudden, it was like, why is Doc calling timeout? I was like, this, it was so strange because the Clippers were up. And then as soon as he took the mic and went, like, people were, like, crying in our section. Like, yeah. it was such, And it was still, like, hard to process. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, what coach has ever taken the microphone? And it was great. I, it's, Another it reason was, why Doc gets yeah that that's truly move. yes like i it was beautiful i'm so glad i was there to witness it it was great <laughs> I, I think Dirk. i think i'm gonna say vince carter he's doing one more season which mm-hmm. is wild yeah and also just because i listened to his podcast wigging it and he's just like a sweet guy he's so nice on that podcast if anyone hasn't heard it check it out the way that he talks to like the younger players that come on the show it's just really nice cool i love vince carter yeah all right let's get into um best butt the most important donkey (laughs) yes we talk on this show about butts a lot um and you know we just are we're big fans like sue us (laughs) (laughs) and i you know i love not just nba player butts not even just male butts everybody's butt i like a dog butt (laughs) they have cute butts (laughs) Not All right, I we're, we're, we're getting into weird territory here. <laughs> I'm not like horny for them or anything, but I'm just saying, look at a a little uh, corgi's butt. It's freaking cute. Corgis have nice butts. <laughs> That's true. Cute butts. Um, do you want to go first? I the only I have one pick, mm-hmm. and it's because I think he has the most obvious. <laughs> big button link it's kyle lowry oh yeah good choice he's got a fat he does he's got a big old butt i love that like people talk so much shit about him like being overweight and stuff and it's like no this boy is a thick butt and won the championship and he's awesome yeah i'm gonna give it to kyle lowry too he he shut everyone up yeah with his butt (laughs) (laughs) he sat on them (laughs) his butt is not a joke (laughs) no um i'm gonna give it to uh Kemba Walker, just, another great butt. Uh, Does Kemba have a nice butt? Gabe, can you pull Kemba's let's, butt? Let's up? pull up a Kemba butt. I feel like it's so hard to tell in a jersey. It That's is why hard. Kyle Lowry like stands out. Where you're like, whoa, yeah. he's got a real booty on him. Like, <laughs> LeBron also has a big butt. I also I love you googled Kemba Walker butt. Man, your search history, <laughs> the ads you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, 
we're not getting any butt shots. Oh, wow. I mean, he's just an all-around cutie. I think one of the cutest boys in the whole league. Um, we're not getting any shots. Uh, this wow. is not going to work. Wow, wow. Google. Google really Step up your game. He just has a great butt. Um, yeah, so congratulations, Kemba. He also got, wears a shorter short. Yeah, I love a shorter short. Um, you know, I think Kemba has a very bright future. And, uh, you know, even if he goes to the Celtics... I mean, I'm I'm not a Celtics fan, but I will still support him and his butt. <laughs> so mainly, mainly his butt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wherever your butt goes, you, you, I we will, will support you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Now we can. We don't have any other categories listed, but we usually make up sort of arbitrary categories, and I want to propose one. Because okay. I've been thinking about this all season long, especially during the playoffs. The best commercial featuring an NBA player. Mm. Mm. I have a pick, and I actually originally hated this commercial, but then our good friend Andrea Tamingas explained it to me, and I thought, wow, I'm, I, this is wild. It's the Kaiser Permanente commercial with Clay Thompson, uh, and he is like on a beach playing chess, and then, um, uh, the guy from The Wire, whose name I'm forgetting right now, walks up and he's Stringer like... Bell or Avon Barksdale? No, um, Omar from The Wire. Uh-huh. He uh, walks up on the beach and Clay Thompson's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm fear. And he's like, I thought I defeated you or something like that. <laughs> it's so weird. I've not seen I have this. not seen this either. Gabe, can you, is, can you just look up... Um, Kaiser Permanente Clay Thompson commercial. So I was like, this is the most bizarre commercial. Like, who is this for? Is this for basketball fans? Because it's very like existential. But then Andrea said, this is a seventh seal reference. (laughs) What? Which is a movie I don't know. I don't know the Seventh Seal basketball crossover. Like, how many people are fans? <laughs> what is Seventh Seal? Um, it's a movie by a uh, famed Swedish director, Ingmar Bergman. Mm. Um, it's, I think, mostly about death. Um, crazy. I don't, but how have I not seen this? Let's watch. Who are you? I am failure. Failure. I thought I defeated you. Perhaps. But more success sows more doubt. That doesn't concern me. Your weakness should concern you. I still remember how to beat you. (laughs) Very weird. That's insane. I just want to meet the marketing exec or maybe this was Clay's idea. I don't know, yeah, but whoa. <laughs> yeah. it's kind of on brand for Clay Thompson. He's a weird, He's like such a weirdo. <laughs> I love him. He's such a, weirdo. I love him too. I, I would believe that he likes the seventh seal. Yeah, <laughs> I could buy that. I'm going to give a donkey to a uh, coolest guy to a donkey for coolest guy to D'Angelo Russell. He's just the coolest guy in the league. He's got to be. He's very cool. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. yeah. I would say Kelly Oubre is close. I would still give it to D'Angelo Russell, but 
just because he got caught with weed in the airport. Yeah. His, like, uh, Pringles can or whatever. What, what was it? No, Arizona iced tea. Arizona oh, right. Tea. Oh. God. Also, dude, like, I, yeah. I, I'm not a cool guy by any stretch of the imagination. I don't have any connections. I could get weed in any city. Yeah. What? What? You don't have to travel with it, you dummy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I mean, that was Plus, just- he was going home. Like, he doesn't know. His little cousin doesn't know how to get weed or something I, like a, also he doesn't need the a fact that he got caught the comedians i know that travel with just weed in their suitcases yeah, and yeah. don't get caught and then that's true angelo what are you doing that's true do you but, have any um other donkeys that you want to give out i would my favorite word in the world is rascal i said that earlier <laughs> i would give it my favorite nba rascal a mm. donkey uh i'm such a clipper nut i would has to be patrick beverly he's yeah. the biggest rascal in the world he is that he's is a rascal. Good. that's a good him. category i love it good it's my answer. there's there are a, a group of nba rascals it's those guys that you hate if they're not on your team you love them if they are there's probably draymond draymond's yeah. one of those guys like matt barnes was one of those dudes though he was still kind of hard to root for when he was on the clippers but um <laughs> um i i love i love those irritant i mean rondo is even like that yeah Yeah. it was such an irritant but if you're like rondo gets a lot of flack but if you watch like a rondo highlight reel it's Mm -hmm. like one of the best you'll ever see like that dude is it's too bad he doesn't care because if he did he would have such an amazing career yeah totally he just doesn't give a damn about basketball it's weird he's he's just gonna like retire and open up an island's Mm -hmm. restaurant somewhere (laughs) (laughs) get a franchise and just be like i did it i played basketball and i'm good for life I yeah. can see that. Gabe, do you have any donkeys you want to give out? I'd like to give a donkey for funniest moment uh, to Bradley Beal for his who suck, I suck yes. uh, <laughs> response to the heckler. That uh, was so cute. I just thought it was so fun and I watched it over and over Aww. again, uh, his face. So He seems like such a sweetie. He really does. Yeah. That was the funniest reaction. <laughs> it was, and it was so quick. He did it like... I've seen that give as like a reaction to things in any topic. I've yeah. seen that yeah. like in response to a politician, people have posted that thing. It's the best. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great moment. It should live on forever as a gif. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it will. His it will. little face. Oh, yeah. Too cute. It's like the perfect gifable moment. Cause it, it's just two seconds of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So should we get into cutie of the year? Okay. Yes, we should. So cutie of the year, major category, major category. Yeah, the yeah. you got really excited. I I feel like this is our MVP. <laughs> to me, cutie means so much yeah. more than just looks. So much more than just yes performance. It's like it's a the perfect package. The perfect that you're you're a nice person. You're you give good interviews. You're I don't know. It's just like. There's care about your team. You care about your team. You're a good teammate. Yeah. All of all of it. You all have to it. have every single aspect of it. And honestly, there's two people that rise to the top for me. And most also, they're the two people who we gave um, cutie of the week to the most. And I this is going to be controversial. I already know it. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> but it's Giannis and Steph Curry. Those are my two people. They, you have to pick one. I know, but I can't because no, here's you have the thing. To pick one. Giannis, like, 
did so like the that clip where that girl gave him his drawings and then he like hugged her it's like that was so sweet how he talks about his brothers how like his whole thing with his family just that's so great and then Steph, the whole thing, he started a girls camp. He like uh, did his underrated tour, which was awesome. He the thing where he created girls, the, you know, the little girl that wrote him about not having girls sizes for Under Armour shoes, all of that stuff. I'm like, that's so nice. I just feel like they both are, I don't know, out there being cuties and I can't <laughs> choose. I can't. You're not going to pick a cutie Mm-mm. of the year. I think they break a award in half. That might be more controversial to not give. <laughs> I think my stance is going to be controversial, but do you have a cutie of the year? I I think all things considered, I think Giannis has to be the cutie of the year. <laughs> I think uh, he's just I uh, he's so likable and I just he he plays hard his interviews that I that clip of that little girl I watched so many times. Yeah. And just thinking about like what that being that little girl and then getting to that point and, you know, and knowing that he kind of held back a little, you could tell he was, it probably touched him. He's, yeah, he'd probably be the choice. I can't think of, I can't give it to a warrior. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> but Steph is a cutie. Not going to lie. I got it. Well, I was going to pick Kawhi. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, he's a total weirdo um, and cute in, in ways that the other boys are not cute. Like, he really came out of his shell throughout the season and he care he obviously cares about his teammates and I love to see that and he is an amazing basketball player and he's his <laughs> interviews are baffling but very fun to watch <laughs> um so I'm gonna give it to quite awesome uh, honestly I think there's probably a couple cuties out there that could also win but congrats to these people <laughs> You're all cuties. You're all cuties. Um, Gabe, did you want to give a cutie of the year? Can I give cutie of the year to the two hosts of Dunktown, oh, Agata hush. and Anastasia? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, because um, you guys got me into the the league this year. It's been so much fun following along with it, along following it with along with you. <laughs> Oh, Gabe really did get into the league. He, uh, you hated sports before this, right? (laughs) Or not hated, but you didn't watch them. I just didn't watch them. Yeah. And then he would text us and be like, are you watching this game? And we'd be like, no, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) He he was just watching on his own. He watched more than we did. I'm pretty sure. That's amazing. (laughs) Payman, thank you so much for being here. What a joy it was. Thank you for having me. This was great. Of course. Awesome. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I guess just my Twitter because I don't know, I don't know when anything comes out uh, that I did. So yeah, just my name, Payment Benz, at Twitter. And cool. And you're often talking about the NBA, the NBA, the clips. So. Yeah, I try to hold back sometimes, but it's the thing I like tweeting about the yeah. most. But a lot, of, there are people that follow me for comedy reasons and they'll be like you t- you talk about basketball too much and i'm like follow <laughs> someone else i don't know what to tell you because i would but you are working on a basketball show right i am yeah. when does that come out we think january we're not sure okay. it's gonna be a matter of um 
programming, but it's for Comedy Central. It's called Robbie. Cool. Um, and it's little kids playing basketball. So it was uh, it was fun. We were around hoops a lot. So awesome. Was that like? Were you like? I'm on board basketball comedy. Yes. There was so much about it that I connected with even what his character was going through. But I was like, yes. Oh my God. It's about basketball. And then getting the basketball right was one of the main things I pitched when I met to direct it, where I was like, this will never be the show where somebody shoots the ball and then we cut to the hoop and the ball goes in. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want like when we cast this, this little kid who was like a, one of the leads in the show, I was like, I need to see footage of him playing because oh, I don't amazing. want a kid that sucks. He yeah. has to be good. Yeah. Um, and then we had another director come in this year and she had a couple basketball plays that were within her scenes and she wasn't as familiar with the game. So she was like, can you help me with this? And I was like, I, do you want me to draw up some plays? And she goes, yeah. And it was like the f- most fun I had all year. <laughs> I literally drew up plays. And then while they were lighting a scene outside, I was inside coaching kids. Oh, that's fun. And I ran drills with them. <laughs> and it was, and then they like nailed it on the first take. And I was like, trying not to be emotional because it like worked. And this kid like learned how to set a screen. It was amazing. Would I mean, you ever um, coach like kids basketball? Uh, I think when I, if my mom's listening, when I have kids, <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I would, I think I'd love it. It was, re- I really had fun, like that's awesome. playing with the kids that day. That's and, so cool. And, and yeah, it's fun. And when they, boy, the pride, the pride, the pride I felt when it worked was unreal. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but it's fun. So it's called Robbie, I think next year. Hopefully. Cool. So yeah, keep it, keep your ear to the ground. Yeah. Cuties. Um, <laughs> Awesome. So if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Dunktown Podcast. You can check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review. Uh, we really appreciate them. They help us a lot. We have merch, uh, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies. Uh, you can go to dunk.town slash store. Um, thank you to Andrew Tomingas for designing everything. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for a beautiful theme song. And thanks to you guys for coming on our journey as always. Um, you know, it's been, we made it through an entire season and um, it's been a joy and a pleasure. And we, and people are still listening yeah, and yeah. interacting with us. So thank you so much. It's, it's been awesome. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.